Spirituality All great movements for change in human history have been powered by belief and purpose. The belief in something greater than ourselves has given humanity the perspective to think beyond our own individual needs and commit our minds, hearts, and hands to the greater good. As such, we feel a spiritual reward when we bring good into the world. However, in today's modernized world, we have lost a sense of meaning and purpose in our actions. We are taught that we are independent and self-reliant, the sole source of what we create. Our lives are too often driven by our own gain. As we become more connected through technology, we become less connected to the traditions and gatherings of our communities. As we become more secular and rational, we diminish our understanding that spirituality, or even nature, is bigger than ourselves. We have become used to bending everything to our individualism, turning all to our will and desire. Body, Soul, and Spirit Spirituality is the journey of connecting into something larger than our own existence. It allows individuals to grow on a personal level by giving and serving the greater good. It also allows us to nourish our own soul, our connection to a greater purpose. While we understand the body and its physical wants, many of us don't fully understand how to fulfill the needs of the soul. We may not fully understand that this is the part of us that belongs to something greater than ourselves, connected to a universal, unified source in a transcendental way that our body, with its physical constraints, is not. When we begin to look inward, we discover that our soul is connected to a source from which great strength can be drawn. We must make this connection to bring about the tremendous transformations we seek. Mysticism tries to explain that which lies beyond the limits of science. It can be understood as the ancient human interpretation of something beyond our comprehension, of the divine, if you will. That said, it remains a personal choice to seek its guidance in interpreting experiences that can't be quantified by science. As one of the paths that I have chosen to explore on my own journey— I present mystical thought to you for your consideration, stating unequivocally that it is one of many and not the only path to spiritual exploration. What then does mysticism tell us about the body, soul, and spirit? Our body and soul both come from the same source. All things are united in oneness, from the inanimate mountains, rivers, and rocks to the living plants, animals, and people. All is connected and infused with the infinite creative source, a source that is one with creation itself. The body is material, and the soul is spiritual. In the mystical tradition, the body was created first, from dust, and the soul was created second, from the breath that filled our body and brought it to life. The breath, which can be regarded as either wind or spirit, connects us to the divine. The body is our instrument. It has its own physical needs and wants. Without the influence of the soul, its role is to preserve the self, and it is therefore vulnerable to our own desires and ego. 
United with the soul, however, the body can be used to bring our spiritual awareness into the physical realm. When we do not nourish the soul, it is a flame burned down to its embers. It will never be extinguished, but it will languish as our body's physical demands and natural desires dominate our thought, speech, and action. When nourished, the soul is a flame. It burns brightly, lighting our path through the world. Our flame grows into a fire. It fuels our human promise and radiates outwards, lighting the world that surrounds us. When we ignite the flames of others, our own is not depleted. No matter how many wicks draw light from the source, it cannot be diminished. We are all connected through the light of the source. When we look past the physical, past material separations, we realize that, collectively, we can add to the growing light of union. Union begins within. One of the first steps in renewing our world is having a better understanding of our soul. This spiritual knowing renews our intentions, thought, speech, and action. If the intention of our souls were to align in an age of union, collectively, we could bring about great change. There are many mystical lenses and many spiritual paths to guide our alignment. However, common to each is the truth that union begins within. Before we can connect with one another, before we can connect with animals and nature, before we can connect with our spiritual source, we must reach inward to find that which connects our body and our soul. When we open our hearts to spirituality, when we allow the soul to lead us toward union, we receive an outpouring of meaning and purpose, inspiration out of the breath of creation. What concrete benefit might result from learning to understand the pairing of the body and the soul? How might this union actually manifest itself as a positive change in our daily lives? Think of an intention as a seed that contains all of its own potential. The seed remains intact while it awaits a catalyst to bring it to life. Depending on how we care for the seed in our thoughts, we may one day witness this good intention bear fruit and thrive. The seed of intention germinates into thoughts. How we fill our thoughts greatly influences outcomes in our lives and our experience on our planet. If we dwell with a pure intention, positive thoughts can lead us to build bridges and break down the separations that hold the world back. However, if we dwell in negative attitudes, we must ask ourselves where these attitudes come from and where they will take us. As our intention germinates, we must ask ourselves where the speech and actions derived from these negative attitudes might lead us, and we must seek to realign our thoughts. Speech, either spoken or written, is our unique way of bringing ideas into the world. According to mystical thought, human speech mirrors the divine sounds, vibrations, and utterances that were made when the world was formed during creation. When we speak, we choose our words carefully, constraining our thoughts in order to externalize them. Speech is thus at once revealing and concealing. We say one thing while we conceal another. We refine our thoughts in order to share them. We speak 
to make space for something new. In this way, speech is an act of creation that is akin to the origins of creation itself. The infinite source, by constricting itself, made space for creation, formed the universe, and gave shape to all that would follow. The act of speech brings us to the final step in an intention's journey, taking action. An action whose origins are aligned with an intent to create union will generate an array of positive impacts. Concrete action may resonate with and positively affect another's intention. Thus, a single action can multiply and contribute to generating broad transformation. The true goal of developing our sense of spirituality is to bring concrete, positive action into the world by establishing our own inner union. Having inner union and inner peace are great aspirations, but having inner union that translates intention into action is a powerful way to think about the actual outcomes of our spiritual journey. In positively intended action, we see that the union of the body and soul has transformed an intention into positive actions in the physical world. The mystics tell us that our purpose is to repair the world in this lifetime, preparing the way and creating a home for divinity in our physical world. Our thought, speech, and action must therefore be rooted in the now, anchored in our daily choices. If we consider the alternative, we don't have to look far to find examples of actions around the world that indicate the absence of the soul. Actions taken with no regard for the greater good, without empathy, or without any compassion for others, illustrate the consequences of being guided only by the self, by want, and by desire. Here we see the worst of the human instinct result in actions that benefit only the self and fuel greed, division, ignorance, and destruction. This is why the union of body and soul must guide us on all levels in an age of union. When humanity first discovered fire, we also discovered its purpose and its danger. Fire brought us unlimited warmth, light, and protection, and yet it also gave us the power to destroy. Fire is a symbol of both the best and the worst of humanity's power. In modern times, fire represents the promise of embracing the power of the sun. For example, nuclear fusion and solar could provide us with clean, everlasting energy. Fire symbolizes the light we could bring into the world— but the fires of war and industry also bring environmental degradation, suffering, and destruction. We must master the fire and ignite the human spirit to bring about an age of union. Let the human flame become a symbol of the wisdom of our power. Let our flame rise up to the source, grow, and add light. The Soul my understanding of the soul is mapped by the mystical tradition. Of the soul's five levels, the nearest level is very much attached to the body, as though the soul had an anchor in the body that rises up like a flame, yearning for its source. The soul is therefore rooted in the physical, but has ascending levels that rise up until it reaches the final level, total unity with the source. 
During one of my trips to Israel, I learned why it is a common and ancient practice to visit graveyards. It is believed that the most physical part of the soul remains attached to the body, even after death and burial. So, there is a part of the soul that can still be visited at a gravesite. By connecting with this physical part of the soul of an ancestor, we can therefore join with the parts of the soul that are no longer constrained by the boundaries of the body, the soul's vessel. Many of us in our everyday lives operate only at a very basic spiritual level and focus mostly on meeting our immediate physical needs. When you aspire to be more spiritually connected, you can start climbing the ladder of your own soul and connecting with its higher levels, reaching toward the source. At the base of existence is the world of action, the physical world. As we ascend the levels of the soul, we climb to the worlds of formation, creation, and emanation, ever closer to the source. If we look at this from the top down, spiritual light cascades from the world of emanation to the world of action. Mysticism helps us visualize that the soul is designed in a very similar way. It starts with emanation at the top. Emanation is will and intention. There is always a seed of intention that then cascades from nothingness to the creation of thought, to the formation of speech and action. From the soul at its highest level, the purely spiritual cascades all the way down to the physical. When we do something in the physical world with intention, we elevate this act beyond the physical to the spiritual. If we act with a spiritual purpose, a spiritual intent and awareness, then we elevate the act. We elevate the world. You climb that ladder through the everyday actions most infused with intention. The more you feed the soul and nourish it with healthy actions, the more your actions will be infused with good intentions, leading to unity with your surroundings. This will undoubtedly result in healthy actions that benefit both humanity and the environment that provides us with a home. We must develop a core of spirituality to escape this disruptive, divided age and enter into an age of union. However, the boundaries of spirituality have to remain very broad. Even though we don't all understand spirituality the same way, we could align ourselves in our intention meaning, and purpose in the world to achieve the same goal and help our species evolve in a way that is no longer fragmented. We don't need a new belief system. We need to create common ground, a spiritual base from which anybody, including atheists and agnostics, can benefit. Spirituality is at the core of explaining life and creation, why we are here, what we see, how that happens, the unveiling of the process. Being aware of this process, then, acknowledges the evidence that we are all connected, in source and in purpose, and leads to an organic way of living in the world, with each other and the environment. The most beautiful emotion we can experience is the mystical. It is the sower of all true art and science. Albert Einstein the Infinite Union The mystical tradition describes connecting with the spiritual source of the soul as tapping into the unbounded strength and power of the infinite, 
endless light in which all souls are rooted. To some, the infinite source of all creation is simply the vast expanse of the universe. To others, it is nature or energy. To many indigenous people, it is the Great Spirit. To religious believers, it is God, expressed in diverse forms but singular in concept. However, regardless of your religious, traditional, or personal beliefs, as human beings we must acknowledge that the true nature and identity of the source of all creation is beyond the limits of our cognition. Though we are an advanced species in intellect, we simply lack the capacity to comprehend this infinite source. Over time, diverse cultures have found their own paths, symbols, mythologies, and theologies to describe and connect with it and interpret its communicative devices. Yet there are so many more potential interpretations yet to come. Mysticism teaches us that the source is both far and near, far in that the source from which the boundless universe emanates is so transcendent that we as humans are infinitely remote and removed from understanding it. But it is also near in that it is everything and it is part of all. Our soul, being of the source, yearns to be close to it, to experience it, and to have it reveal itself to us as we seek it. We can live lives of purpose when we strive to be connected to the source of all meaning, goodness, and love. There can be no more powerful feeling than that of reconnecting with this infinite, undefinable, ineffable source. We can feel this in fragments, large and small, by appreciating its place in our lives. Those moments of clarity, joy, and love when a spiritual wind rivets the soul, and those darker moments when its strength is called upon to reinforce us. A Mystical Account of Creation In essence, all forms of human spiritual life begin with the narrative of creation. How did life begin? How did an infinite, all-encompassing source bring the cosmos into existence? The source, being infinitely expansive and preceding all concepts of dimension, space, or time, is thought to have gone through a constriction of itself in order to begin the universe. A constriction of a primordial and infinite light cleared a void into which the universe that we know would unfold. Constriction was necessary in order to make space for a universe to be born, something created from nothing by simple intention. From this intention, there came the emanation that we think of as all universes and creation, including the creation of our universe in the Big Bang. Over the darkened void where a universe was to be born, a wind hovered and the source dwelled. From this place emanated every form of energy and matter of which the known universe is composed. From a single seed of intention, every aspect of physical reality was born, and it unfolded outward. In that seed of intention, all that was ever needed to create our reality existed. It is said that combinations of sound, frequency, and vibration, described in the mystical tradition as speech itself, emanated from the source in an expansion outward in every direction, radiating the known universe forth into the void it had cleared. 
sustained by the utterance of sound, frequency, and vibration, the physical universe was born as the source constricted and concealed itself, permitting boundless emanation. Light and darkness spilled across the void. Creation, emanating outward, was shielded from obliteration by the constriction so that it could come into being. As superclusters, galaxies, stars, and planets were successively formed over billions of years, taking shape through the laws of physics, gravity, dimensionality, and geometry, the seminal sound of the source sustained it. The utterance that emanated from the moment of creation formed and infused every moment of our physical reality, uniting all in oneness. On Earth, billions of years passed, and a cooling planet became a cradle for life, an unfolding of reactions that would birth bacteria, plants, and animals on a fertile world of oceans and land. Two great lights watched over life on this planet. In the day, the sun supplied energy for growth and evolution. At night, the lesser light of the moon, planets, and stars marked the seasons of time, drew the tides, and reminded Earth of its special place in a vast cosmos. And on the Earth, there was the still, the growing, the animal, and the human. The still, the stones, rocks, and waters of the natural world. The growing, the plants and trees, the grasses of land and sea. The animals evolving over millennia, the insects, fish, birds, invertebrates, reptiles, and mammals. Millions of generations of life evolved over four billion years. Changes to the planet due to natural, evolutionary, and external forces resulted in dramatic recastings of life on Earth. Over this time, five great extinctions came to pass. Species were lost, the strongest surviving and carrying the gift of life forward into each new epoch. Into the current epoch came a new and unseen form of life, ours. Humanity was a step farther along in the walking story of life on Earth, separating itself from the animal world. A differently mapped soul that reflected the creative nature of the infinite source, created in its image, created to create. We are the sound of the source in our bodies. Nourished forever in its infinite light, the daughters and sons of union and stardust.